listen, being better is hard. In fact, being better is a pain in the butt, but better is always worth it. Our friends at Zone Perfect make purposeful nutrition for people who are always looking for that next level up. Whether you're on keto, follow a low-carb lifestyle, or want to increase your protein, Zone Perfect has you covered with tasty bars and shakes. To get 30% off your Zone Perfect order, go to abbottstore.com and use code ZONEPERFECT30 today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. We just want to jump in today because we want to talk to you about something that is near and dear to our hearts. <laughs> and oh, sorry, I'm getting notifications up in here. Um, <laughs> which is that we want to talk to you about how to build an amazing fitness class. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to break it down. We're going to break down three simple steps. Yeah. And so for any of you who are new to our world or who don't know us, my name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And we are the founders of FitChicks Academy. And one of the things that many people don't know about us is that we actually built one of the largest women's only fitness boot camps in North America. And we did that through building killer fitness classes. Yes. Now we see so many people who want to become fitness instructors and they're really kind of, or they're already teaching and they're like, okay, I would love to do this. But the idea of building fitness classes seems like a little bit overwhelming. So we want to bring it down for you about how you can build a fitness class with three simple steps and the same three steps that we use in our business <laughs> in less than 30 minutes. I want to add into that too, is that the other thing that I think people struggle with is they get so caught up in like, what equipment do I need? And what do I need for this? And what do I need for that? That they get so overwhelmed or bombarded or focused on the wrong things. So we want to just tell you like, these are the three things that if you focus on this, you can build like killer, amazing fitness classes. Promise. Well, cause the thing is, is that once you understand the flow, and you can easily plug things in. And of course, there is a lot of like, there's the logistics of the different patterns and all of these things. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, the core, the core of your workouts comes from not, not exercises. Which, I know. <laughs> which is kind of crazy, right? Like, like our students in our fitness and nutrition expert program, like, the, yes, they learn all about anatomy and they learn about different um, modifications and exercises and, and all that stuff. And demonstrating yeah. and all that kind of stuff. How yeah. to intro your class, how to wrap it up, how to set it up, all that stuff. But like really the core of what a great workout is has nothing to do with exercises. Yeah. So the first now, thing, let's just go in. Yeah. So let's just go in because I know that you want to know what it is. So the very first thing and probably the most important thing in my mind that you need to think about when you're developing your group fitness classes is to know your audience. And I know this sounds so basic, but so many people don't think about this. So many people skip over this idea and they start just creating workouts that are just either A, super random or B, just like this mismatch of things that they like, but they're not actually thinking about who they're delivering to. And when you don't think about the people that are on the receiving end, think about like, 
you know, especially in group fitness, you have to think like most of your people in group fitness are not going to be just all at the same fitness level or the same style or, you know what I mean? And so if you're not able to offer something by knowing your audience where you're offering modifications, different fitness levels, different opportunities for each person to feel successful, you are going to struggle, period. Well, and this is something that, so let's give it to you guys in like a real life example. So this might make a little Mm -hmm. bit more sense. So like, for example, when we first started teaching fitness classes, we knew that we only wanted to train women. Yeah. Okay. We also knew the style of program that we wanted to teach was a boot camp style program. And we also knew when we were talking about it before we even, like I said, even picked an exercise, we knew we wanted to train women. We knew that we wanted to teach boot camp, And we also knew we wanted to have classes that were inclusive to all levels. So this yes. wasn't like a super advanced class and it wasn't a super beginner class. It was a class that multiple levels, we call it level one, two, and three could take part in. Yeah. So that made it so much easier for us to then go into the place of building the actual workouts because we knew who we were catering to. It took out so much of the guesswork of like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, well, would men like this or would someone who's 18 versus 65 versus that? Like we knew because we want to train only women. We want to teach it in a boot camp style and we wanted to, um, make sure it was inclusive of all levels that took away that that set us up to build and fill in the rest of the pieces definitely but guys this is something that might sound so simple to think about but it's so overlooked like it is I see so many fitness professionals whether they're certified or not so there's a lot of people who are teaching fitness classes and they're not certified yet you know who you are <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> and they are they're struggling and they're not enjoying the process of teaching or creating classes or, you know what I mean? Like going through all of it because they feel so confused. They don't really know what they're doing because the simple Mm -hmm. step is they don't know who they're even talking to or who they even want to help. So by knowing your audience, this is the first step in building your fitness class in less than 30 minutes. Exactly. Um, And, you know, I just want to add on to one thing that you said, and you were talking about how we say level one, level two, level three. Mm -hmm. I just want to tell you guys why, because I think this is an important thing. And again, from an audience perspective and a perception perspective, instead of saying, which most people say, this is your beginner option. This is your intermediate. This is your advanced. When you say that to somebody and they feel like, oh, I could do intermediate, I could do the middle ground, and then they have to go down and do the beginner level because maybe it's more challenging than they expected or maybe they're not as fit as they thought they were because a lot of people have this idea of how fit they are, how much they move in the day, et cetera, et cetera. But when you go at it from that perspective, you immediately are kind of making people feel like when they use the word beginner, people immediately start feeling like if they have to go down, it's like a negative thing versus levels is just like, here's your level one, level two, level three. There's no like emotion connected to it. It's literally just like a number. So it's just changing the verbiage, but it also changes the perspective. It's like what I say to my daughter all the time, like change the situation, change the way you speak, change the outcome. (laughs) And that's exactly what I do every single time with her too. But it's a really important thing. Now, I just wanted to add that on. Now, number two though, The second thing that you need to do to be able to develop an amazing fitness class in under 30 minutes that is going to get you results and get your clients results is number two, you have to know, basically, like, I know that we were talking about like equipment stuff, but like, know your space, know what it is that you are working with. Yeah. So it's not just, it's not just like your, it's not just the equipment, but know what you're working with is how I like to think of it. So it's like, what is your space? What is the environment that you've got going on? If you are going to be using equipment, what does that look like? And equipment doesn't have to be a traditional sense of equipment. Everyone seems to think equipment means you have to invest all this money and all of this, like, you know, you have to buy all of 
the new gadget and you can like they're cool but you don't necessarily need them do you know you don't need them (laughs) when we yeah when we built fit chicks boot camp we had zero equipment in our classes the only equipment that was required was that our students actually brought their own yoga mats and hand waves so rather than us having because because we didn't have a bricks and mortar space we rented out spaces rather than us having to like haul 20 sets of weights which like would be a couple of trips back and forth from the car. (laughs) Rather than having to do that, we ended up having all of our students bring yoga mats and small hand weights. That was it. The rest of everything that we used, if it was equipment, it was different things that were in our environment. By knowing your space, you're able to like, um, you're able to like add on to your classes in a way that like, you don't necessarily have to invest. Does that make sense? So it's like using walls, using benches, using lines on the ground. If you're outdoors, using hills, using benches, using, um, you know, like concrete pads. I used to use the parking lot for different drills and things like that. Like it's, it's thinking about it from a different perspective and changing the way that you see your space. Well, and that's one thing that I think is, again, one of the most overlooked things when you're first becoming a fitness professional, you think that you need to have, like you need to know all of these exercises where everything flows together. But if you take a step back and pay attention to your space, the way you even think about how you're going to program your class would be totally different. Yeah. So like Amanda was saying, when we first started Fit Chicks, we rented out space. So either in the summer or sorry, in the wintertime, we taught indoors. So we rented out like churches, community centers, schools, um, things that we could rent by the hour. And then in the summertime, we would go and we would rent public spaces like parks. Um, Sometimes it would be schoolyards, places that we, again, could rent by the hour. So each place, of course, has totally different things that you can work with. But you can never, if you plan your workouts before you know your space, either it's not going to flow in the space (laughs) or you're going to limit yourself to what you can do or your workout is not going to be as good as it could be. So let me like give you an example of this. So like. For example, I used to teach in a park, okay? So the park that I would teach at had massive hills. It was a super cool park. Like there was like a baseball diamond, then it had big hills. It had a whole section that had like picnic tables and benches. It had stairs. So when I would plan my workouts, I knew that I did, I had so many different things for cardio, for strength training, for inclines. Like I could be doing drills. I could be doing so many things like utilizing these benches for step ups or, you know, stairs. I used to do different like inclines of squats. Um, I do cardio drills with the hills. So when I was planning my workout for that specific class, it was so cool because I knew what I was working with. So I could then you know, create something that was really not only like a super good workout, but it was really fun as well. Cause you want to make sure you're not in the same space all the time. Right. Yeah. But that exact same workout, if I would have planned that for indoors, my workout would have been totally different. Or if I was teaching at a different park that didn't have those elements, I'd have to switch that to maybe like Amanda said, be doing drills with like lines or pylons or, um, like whether it be lines that are in the, in the parking lot and stuff like that. So when you know your space in advance before you even write your workout, it will change the way you think about your workout and it will also make it, you'll be able to maximize what you're working with and have more fun. And I personally think like, yes, we made our, like our, for our business, we had our clients build, bring um, hand weights and yoga mats, but that's not even necessary guys, because you could do so much stuff with just body weight and the elements that you have around totally. you. And like we teach this in our fitness and nutrition expert program is how to actually like utilize your space, whether it be indoors or outdoors, how to get creative and think in that creative way. Cause I remember even like, there are so many things that you can do with like a bench outside. It's crazy. 
yeah. from a cardio <laughs> strength perspective. Like some of the some of the things that we used to have, like our chicks do, I I actually like laughed thinking back to it, but it was such a killer workout in the yeah. best way. But it was like we would have them like all over the place. And like in non-traditional ways, like, you know, you, even when you were saying like cardio drills up the hill and stuff, so many people immediately just go to the idea of like doing sprints up a hill, right? That's yeah. immediately like what you think. And those are good. They're hard. They're challenging. But like, have you ever tried doing burpees up a hill? Because I have. Have you ever tried doing crab walks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever even just tried to go up a hill like, backwards? How much yeah. that works in your hamstrings and your butt versus going up forwards, which works in your quads? Like, yeah. it's totally different. It's just, it's literally just learning your space and learning how to utilize your space to maximize the impact that you're making in your class and to make it more dynamic and fun. Like you were saying, like the, the one thing that we stress so much in our fitness and nutrition expert program is how to design programming that is not boring. Because if you develop programming that is boring, that is repetitive, that is not using the space, that is literally stationary, just using, you know, everyone standing on their mat and they go in the, this is my biggest pet peeve in the world, actually, is when you go to a fitness class or you're a teacher at a fitness class, when I would sub in for classes or things like that. And like, I would immediately walk in the room and everyone, as they walked in, would put their yoga mat down in the exact same spot because that's where they work out every single time and they never move that from that spot. And like, literally, they're like, what do you mean we don't have yoga mats? Like, that kind of stuff would drive me crazy because that means that they're literally just standing in the same spot for one hour, maybe just running in the place and things like that. And it's like, that becomes old fast. I'm telling you this for sure. If you want to do something that is going to make your classes dynamic and interesting, you got to change the environment. You got to change the space. You got to change directions. You've got to utilize that space in the most effective way. And I mean, I've taught classes outdoors, but I've also taught indoors. I've had like 25 people in a very small square gym. How do you make that dynamic and fun? I was able to do it and I would have people coming month after month after month, year after year, because it's about how you do it. It's not about what you're, it's like learning how to work with what you have. Well, and that's the way too that, and one of the reasons I think we were so successful from the very beginning was because we thought about fitness classes with these three steps. Mm -hmm. Like we built workouts specifically for our audience, knowing what we were working with. And then we next leveled it by getting creative. And it's like, and you and I have also been like huge believers. Like I don't want to do anything where I'm not having fun and I get (laughs) bored very quickly. So for me, it was always fun to come up with new creative patterns. And like, I'd be sitting like in bed, laying there daydreaming about like, okay, I'm, I'm teaching at like this park and they've got a ski hill. Like, what am I going to do with that? Or like, (laughs) they have a children's playground. Like how can I incorporate the bars or like, you know, for pull-ups, how can I incorporate the rings? How can I incorporate even the slide? Like there's so many crazy things that you can come up with, but then it's also so fun for you to teach, right? Like you're not only teaching for your audience where they're having a ton of fun. You're excited about it because you're trying new patterns and new things. And like literally guys, if you have, pylons even not even weights anything even if you just have pylons indoors or outdoors you could create the most amazing workout totally 100 and and to add to that like i agree with you 100 because if you're teaching a class where you're turning into a robot so if anyone is listening right now and you're like yes i feel like a robot i feel like i literally am just on autopilot when i show up i teach the same class it's the same pattern to the same music to the blah 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 your clients feel the same way that you do. They feel like a robot in that class. And nobody wants to feel like they're just showing up just to move and there's nothing interesting or exciting. Like people join group fitness classes because they want community, they want friendship, they want like a cool environment. Yes, they want a good workout, but there are so many other pieces as to why they're actually joining. And if you're not hitting on those, you're not going to have returning clients. That's my 
that's my hard truth for you. <laughs> okay, so the third step, number three, of how to build an amazing fitness class for beginners in less than 30 minutes is creating your patterns. Mm -hmm. So again, this might be a little bit more advanced. So, like if you're someone, you want to become a fitness professional, but you haven't taught a class yet and you're, you're not certified, um, you might be like, what do you mean by creating patterns? And again, this is what we totally teach in our fitness nutrition expert certification is how to create these patterns and how to create yeah. these workouts. Um, but a lot of people, when they teach classes, they don't have any patterns that they teach and when we say patterns we're talking about things like tabatas we're talking about things like circuits we're talking about amraps we're talking about hit training we're not you're not just taking exercises and just plugging them into being like okay we're going to do lunges and now we're going to go do step ups and now we're going to do push ups you want to create sequence yeah you want to create classes around patterns because not only then is each of your classes going to be different and challenging for your students. They also are going to make sure that you are, um, you're keeping things fresh, right? Like for you and for them. And yeah. you're utilizing your space in different ways every time. So again, if you meet every Tuesday and Thursday at the community center in their gym, they're not like Amanda said in the same spot with their mat rolled out waiting for you to do the exact same lunge, step up, push up that oh. you always do, right? <laughs> they don't yeah. know you've got, cause, and then you've got all these patterns in your pocket that when you want to go back and build your fitness classes. So just like a little side note. So as I was saying earlier, when a man and I first started this, we knew our audience. So women boot camp, we want to teach all levels. We knew our spaces. We were either renting school gyms or parks. And then when we went into creating our patterns, once we had those patterns down, then it becomes a really fun game of plug and play. So if you know your Tabata pattern, you could be doing upper body Tabatas, lower body Tabatas, cardio Tabatas. And now you have so many things in your toolbox that when you go to build a fitness class, it won't even take you 30 minutes. It'll take totally. you five minutes. One of my favorite workouts I ever created, I still remember because I loved it so much. And it was using a pattern of AMRAPs, but using it in a circuit format. So it's like taking two things and blending them together and making it so that it was like moving around in space and like and then we did this countdown system so it was like a pyramid slash circuit slash amramps style class all combined and it was so cool and people loved it but it's like you learn about these patterns and then you just become creative with it the one thing I do want to add too is when you're thinking about patterns one of the most effective things I think whenever I've created any workout is to start with a really strong pattern that's going to be like the main theme of the workout so like, for example, if you're doing HIIT training, which is what we focused on, I would always have a section that was about 10 minutes at the top end that was like, this is our HIIT sort of circuit. Then in the middle, I would have other patterns added in. So like maybe some Tabatas, maybe some circuits, maybe some this, that, all in small chunks. But then I would always end with the same pattern I started with at the top, bringing it back. So it's almost like bringing them home. You know, like it's like, if you think about it from, this is like, um, like if you think about like it, you know, you're going around like the block and you're coming back home. So it's like they're starting in one place and then they're coming all the way back full circle. And it gives people like this feeling and this sense of like accomplishment because the second round is where they understand the movements, they understand the pattern, and they can probably go a lot faster, a lot harder and push themselves a little bit more at the very end of the workout. Well, and that's where too, it becomes that fine line as well. And like, you know, if you're right now, you're teaching already and you're not doing this or, you know, you want to get certified and you're thinking that sounds confusing 
believe me, once you do it, because it's in blocks, it's in chunks, right? Mm -hmm. But the patterns don't need to be complicated. They can be simple. And the more advanced you get teaching and the more you know your space and the more you can work your space, then you can throw in all different kinds of stuff. But even at FitChicks, like we had what was called our signature workouts. Yeah. So even now when our uh, fitness and nutrition expert students, when they're doing their co-ops, they actually go and practice our signature workouts. So we had ones that were patterns called like the dirty 30, Tabatas with a twist. Um, one of my favorites still to this day to teach, we created this around Christmas time. I remember you and I wrote it when we were on an airplane. <laughs> oh, I know the, exactly which one you're talking about. It was the eight steps. Yeah. We had the one workout called eight, Fabulous. <laughs> yeah, eight steps to fabulous. And it was... So we had eight different exercises and we put them all on the wall and it would be like a pattern. They'd be backwards. So it was like a surprise. Yeah. A surprise reveal. They wouldn't be able to see. (laughs) So it was almost like um, we developed it after the 12 days of Christmas. So, you know, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. So it would be like 30 seconds of burpees. Then the second day or the second step would be, let's say one minute of, um, I don't know, let's say one minute of squats. So every time they'd have to start off 30 seconds of burpees, then second step, one minute of squats, 30 seconds of burpees. And third step might be push-ups. There'd be push-ups, squats, burpees. So they keep repeating, working back. But it was so fun to teach because you'd have everything stuck up on the walls. You didn't need a lot of space with this and people would be so engaged. So for indoor workouts where you're working in small spaces, this workout, everyone loved it. It was killer. It was so hard. And they even would go and do that. Like I had some of my chicks would go and do it at home. They'd be like taking a picture of me like, okay, I'm going to do this when I go home. Cause it's so good. It was so effective. Yeah. And we always say too, I mean, we have built workouts for so many different types of spaces. I can teach a boot camp anywhere. I can teach I've, a boot camp yeah. in your bathroom. I guarantee I've taught a a boot camp in a hallway at the school because the gym got double booked and they were like, "Uh, we have to cancel. I'm like, can I just use the hallway and stairwell? (laughs) And that's actually, we just did walking lunges, sprints up and down the stairs. Like literally it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what space you're working with. It's about how you show up, how you prepare, and then um, having proper elements of your classes to make them effective and fun. Well, and that's just it. If you know this stuff, guys, you could teach this anywhere. And it's not about having, and this is where I think a lot of people who are fitness professionals or who are just getting into it, get it wrong is that they think they need to teach in a gym. They think they need to have fancy equipment. They think that they need to have everything top of the line. And you know what I mean? Like, unless they get to that place, they can't do it. When in all reality, guys, people want to have an amazing workout. And when you follow these three steps, they're going to be amazing. And that is what is going to keep them coming back for more. They're not going to come back for more because you have hand towels. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) at your gym or because, you know, you work like there's more clout because you work at a gym. You could create an amazing business. I mean, we created a multi six figure business teaching in public spaces yeah and that is like it's totally possible but the but the thing you need to get though is how to build amazing fitness classes and that's why number one knowing your audience first Mm -hmm. get so clear on that because it will change the way you think about your workouts don't worry about should I do a lunge and then should I do sprints it doesn't matter think about your people what would they like what would they think is fun what would they you know what would they need to get their results and put yourself in their position. You know, you mentioned this earlier that one of our favorite things is to think about the workouts that we want to do. And that was a statement that my yoga teacher taught me. David Robson taught me back way back when I was taking my yoga certification was teach the way you want to be taught. 
So if you wouldn't attend that class, don't teach it. That's, that's like the hard rule. <laughs> it's like, if you're developing something and you're like, this seems super boring, don't teach it. <laughs> well, that's just it. And that's where even, I mean, we developed our company it came out of, you know, there were no classes that were the type of classes that we wanted to take as women. Every yeah. class is either like fluffy aerobics or it was like super hardcore, like CrossFit style. And we're like, there's got to be a happy medium where you mm-hmm. can be doing, you know, challenging yourself no matter what level you're at. And then at the same time, you know, have some, have a community and have that support. That's not just a class you show up to. And that's why guys, even though we're talking about classes today, yeah, we're going to do a future uh, podcast too about programs. <sighs> But it's just getting into that place where not just thinking about things as one class or one thing or one person, you've got to think about the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So that is our that is our chat for today. Hopefully this yeah. helped you guys in your development of your fitness classes, as well as if you're not certified yet, giving you a little bit of a peek of what it's like to have so much fun and create these amazing workouts. Like honestly, writing workouts is so fun. I used yeah. to like... <laughs> I used to just write them. I go for coffee and just like, once you know the flow, it's so easy. And I know the first time you do it, you're like, Whoa, this seems like, like, should I do this? You question yourself. But once you have your, you know, your audience, you know, your space and you have your patterns, it literally is plug and play. I literally, yeah. Like I literally have like a bin full of books that I wrote workouts in because I've, we would change our workout every single night. We never repeated the same class twice. So I have so many workouts. So if anybody ever wants to buy my bin, let me know. We'll auction it off. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> or, you could just, or you could just sign up for our fitness and nutrition expert program. Exactly. You'll get, you'll get the behind the scenes goods. And you'll get all of my templates. Anyways. <laughs> okay, guys. So for those of you who want more information about the program, make sure that you check out fitchacademy.com forward slash F&E brochure. That is where mm-hmm. you're going to get more information about our fitness and nutrition expert certification to become a certified fitness and nutrition coach and of course learn how you can build an amazing business in this industry and we are going to help you to get there so make sure you check that out and we would love to hear from you guys as well if there's anything that questions that you have about this leave it in the comments email us at infofidgets.ca or if there's some um patterns that you love we'd love to hear from you guys too yeah okay guys have an amazing day and we will talk to you soon bye bye Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming fitness and nutrition expert or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.